right. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. How are you? Praise the Lord. Give the Lord praise in the name of Jesus. We just welcome you uh, this morning, this afternoon, this evening, wherever you are. We thank you for joining us uh, today with uh, the, our, our eternity chat here with Apostle True and Prophet is Free. Oh, we thank Hallelujah. the Lord for you. We're going to get started. We have so much for you today. We are excited about what God is doing, not only here um, in each of our ministries, but what God is doing in your lives. We thank God for everything that he is doing in your lives, in your children's lives, in your finances, at your job, in your homes, bringing salvation to those who in your family have been lost or have gone astray. We are thanking God that you are trusting him, that you are learning how to trust him, that you are receiving the promises of God, that you are establishing your, your, uh, your, your home life with the father as a child Amen. of God. Amen. Your home life. That means getting comfortable where you are in Christ, knowing that God has received you just as you are and he loves you just the way you are. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father Thank God, you. in the name of Jesus, we just worship you and we praise you, Lord. Thank oh, you, Father Lord. God, we give you glory and honor. We lift up the name of Jesus and we ask, Father God, that you would be present in every home, every car, Father God, in the name of Jesus, every airplane, Father God, every train in the name of Jesus, Father God. It doesn't matter what mode of transportation in the name of Jesus, just as long as they are riding with the Holy Spirit in the name Hallelujah. of Jesus. We're asking, Father God, that no one get left behind, but that they, Thank Father you, God, Lord. get aboard in the name of Jesus. In the name We're asking Jesus. in the name of Jesus, Father God, that you would send your cloud of glory in every household, Father yes, God, that a cloud of glory yes. would be over each and every person in the name of Jesus. That's an earshot in the name of Jesus for those who are going to be on live and those who will see at a future date. We're asking, Father God, that you would, Father God, hallelujah, be pleased, hallelujah, yes. as yes. we, Father God, Deliver the word of God and explain and expound on your forgiveness for each and every man, woman, Hallelujah. and child. Hallelujah. That is our topic today. And so, yes. well, Father God, we're just giving you glory and honor. We're saying, Holy Spirit, have your way. Be Thank glorified you. in our midst. Yes. You have permission to do and say and act as you please. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. And we come against any wickedness in high places. We take authority over the airwaves. We take authority over, Father God, every principality, and we cast it down, every thought that raises up against the knowledge of God in the name of Jesus. Any word curses that want to be, Father God, spoken, we cancel them now, and they drop to the floor in the name of Jesus. We declare and decree, Father God, that your word will go forth, that it will find good soil, and it will inhabitate it will inhabit, Father God, the hearts and minds of your people as they receive it. Father God, as we, Father God, declare the word of God, pour out, pour out in the name of Jesus. Just pour out this morning, pour out this afternoon, pour out this evening, pour out in the name of Jesus. We receive. Pour out in the name of Jesus. We receive. Now we thank you, Lord, and we give you glory and we give you praise. And we do it all in the mighty and matchless name. 
of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Thank you, Lord. All right. So I am going to allow uh, you to get whatever you need while Prophetess Free goes ahead and do does what she does, right? She's going to help you get into that place, and then she's going to introduce a few things. Amen. Thank you so much, Apostle True. Yes, I am Prophetess Free, and you might notice my background is a little different. This is Eternity Chat Travel Edition. I'm coming to you from Wedgefield, South Carolina, and I just give God glory. He's so, so wonderful. All right. Yes, go get what you need, your Bible, your pen, your notebook, everything you need. Get your book. We're back in the book today. Beyond Salvation, the Art of Receiving God's Promises. Um, and if you have not purchased your copy yet, you can still do that. Okay, yes. I put it on one single page for you. You can go to the website, godslovesongministries.com slash beyond dash salvation. You can order your copy there. But not only that, um, I want to, this is the first time we've ever done this, okay? So I want to share this opportunity with you. Volume two is on the way. If you all have been blessed by what you're learning from Beyond Salvation, just get ready because volume two is on the way. Bless the Lord. And I want to give you all an opportunity to get in on it. Just like you've been blessed by this book, just like you've been blessed through these teachings, we want other people to be blessed by it. And so I want to allow you the opportunity to get in on being a blessing to other people so they can be blessed by this word just like you were. Um, if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page on Beyond Salvation, you'll see there's a button to sew or donate. You can sew into the publication project for volume two of Beyond Salvation. Okay. And also as a special bonus, for your love gift of any amount, I will send you what's called a book stub. But what this book stub does is it gives you access to get the ebook Beyond Salvation. For your, for your um, love gift of any amount, you will be able to download the ebook of Beyond Salvation. So thank you for your support. Um, also, if you this link will take you directly to the page to donate or to sew into the publication project. But I also want to tell you that if you go back up to the navigation bar here and go to give, this is the giving page. And if you scroll down here, you will see all of our ministry projects here, but you'll also see publications listed here. If you click directly on the link for public, excuse me, if you click on the link for publications, it will take you directly to the link for that, okay? Everything that comes in through that link will go towards publications. If you want to give through publications, but you want to pay through a different avenue, like PayPal or Zelle or Cash App or M-Pesa, then um, you can come and it shows you all the different ways to give that way. Just if they give you a memo section, put publication or beyond salvation, whatever you want, but it will go straight to the publication project so that we can get volume two out and be a blessing to many more people. And you besides, because we'll be talking about receiving on the same level God desires to bless. Mm -hmm. Amen. Ah, oh, so exciting. God's so good. Amen. God's so good. 
All right. So if you have your book, go get your book. We'll be coming from the book today. Amen. And then uh, (laughs) I see Apostle True has hers. All right. If you have enjoyed what you're watching, you have reflections, you have takeaways, you have testimonies, you have questions, you um, just want to get in touch with us, please do. We welcome, we welcome your communication. Email us at eternitychat at godslovesongministries.com. Did you all notice that? Both of them are eternity chat, no S. I simplified it so you don't have to remember which one do I put the S on, which one? No, simply eternity chat, no S either one at godslovesongministries.com for the email or godslovesongministries.com slash eternity dash chat to watch the live stream. All right. And one more exciting announcement. I am so excited about this. God has opened us up discipleship way. If you enjoy watching these sessions, these eternity chats, and you want to get in on the discussion and actually have real time conversation with with me and with others about what you have received or challenges you're going through or how you're seeing this work in your life, come to our taste and see session of discipleship way. They are held um, every month, the week after the eternity chat. We're opening discipleship way up to you, the public, so that you can come in and we can have these discussions. The America chapter happens on Friday evenings, 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern. And if you're anywhere else, do the math, but it all fits in there. And the Kenya chapter happens Wednesdays at 4.30 p.m. East African time. You do not have to be in Kenya to attend that session. If you are anywhere um, in Africa, in the UK, whatever, if this time zone works better for you, then you are welcome to join. Just do the math. And I do ask, or the way you get in is you register at discipleshipway.org slash taste and see. Discipleshipway.org slash taste dash and dash see. You'll um, be able to put your information in there. I do ask that you register at least 24 hours before the session you want to attend. So you'll have um, time to get, we'll have time to send you the access information. Okay, your Zoom login and password and all that good stuff. All right. So um, we look forward to seeing you there. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And now as we prepare for the word, I want you to make sure you have your hearing ears, have your ears perched to hear the word of the Lord, have your heart open to receive the word of the Lord, have your will ready to obey the word of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Receive, receive, receive. God has something special for you today. And I'm telling you, the atmosphere is already heavy with his glory. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's already heavy with his manifest presence. It's already dripping with his love. Enter in, enter in. God has something very special for you today. And he was telling me, well, as you know, our topic today is receiving forgiveness. Yes. We're going to prepare ourselves for this lesson. And first, let me give you a message from the Lord. He says today, he wants to minister to you as the lover of your soul, the lover of your mind, your will, and your emotions. 
those who have been going through a really emotional time, maybe some old hurts have been coming up, or maybe some fresh hurts are coming up, or maybe some recurring hurts are coming up. And you're like, Lord, show me how to think about this because I want to think about it the right way. Or Lord, help me to think about this the way you want me to think about this because I'm not thinking about it in a good way right now. Or Lord, this just hurts so much. Make it stop. Lord, this isn't fair. Lord, how much must I endure? Lord, again, why am I going through this again? If you feel like you have been going through some sort of mental or emotional torment or just battle after battle emotionally, and you feel like you're just spent, you're about to give up, or you just, Lord, I want to be done with this once and for all. Mm -hmm. The Lord wants to minister to you today as the lover of your soul. Hallelujah. I want to, I want us to put our eyes on this. This is, or, and actually I'm going to put it on the screen because I'm coming from the amplified version, not the amplified classic, but the amplified it's Hebrews chapter four verses 15 and 16. I'll give you all a moment to get there while I situate my screen. Hebrews chapter four verses 15 and 16 out of the Amplified Version. And Apostle True, you just let me know when you're ready. And will you read it when you get it? Okay. Uh, tell me again. Hebrews. Chapter 4, verses 15 and 16 in the Amplified Version. And just because I'm putting it up here on the screen, it does not mean that you don't tag it in your Bible. I'm putting it up here because it's a different version, so you can see it word for word, but, but tag it in your Bible. Okay? Follow along. All right. So here we go. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand our weaknesses and temptations but one who has been tempted knowing exactly how it feels to be human in every respect as we are yet without committing any sin. Verse 16, therefore let us with privilege approach the throne of grace, that is the throne of God's gracious favor with confidence and without fear so that we may receive mercy for our failures and find his amazing grace to help in time of need, an appropriate blessing coming just at the right moment. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Lord. See how much he loves you. We do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand our weaknesses and temptations. The Amplified Classic and maybe even the King James call it our infirmities. Yes. Jesus understands our infirmities and infirmity is anywhere, anywhere that you are weak, anywhere. He's able, he's not unable to sympathize and understand. He does sympathize. He does understand. He knows exactly how you feel. Yes, Lord. The temptations that we face, whether it's the temptations to do something we know we shouldn't do or the temptations to feel a certain way when we know that's not how God feels about me, but I, I, I hate myself. I'm ugly. I'm fat. I'm no good. Nobody likes me. Nobody cares about me. When we're tempted to feel ways that, that we know are against 
God's word against the way God feels about us. Jesus knows exactly how we feel. He has been tempted. He knows exactly how it feels to be human in every respect. In every respect. You just know from your respect. Apostle True just knows from her respect. I just know from my respect. But Jesus knows in every respect how it feels to be human. Nobody's left out. Yet, he never missed the mark. He never committed sin. Therefore, since he knows all about it, let us with privilege approach the throne of grace. We are his children and we have the privilege of coming to him and being real with him and letting him know exactly how we feel, letting him know exactly what we're going through. Mm. We get to come to the throne of God's gracious favor with confidence. What? With confidence that he loves us, with confidence that he cares, with confidence that he understands, with confidence that he won't cast us away. We get to come with confidence and without fear so that we may receive mercy for our failures. Do you know that that's the only way you can receive mercy for your failures? If you come afraid, if you come holding back, if you hold, then you're not going to reach in and receive. Another word for receive is take. You're not going to take what belongs to you. You're not going to take what he wants to give you because you're holding yourself back. Yes. But when we come boldly, glory to God, with confidence, without fear, that's when we can receive the mercy for our failures. And we can find his amazing grace. That word find, it means to, to reach to, to attain to, to arrive at. We can arrive at his grace that's there. God's not like dangling his grace in front of us like we dangle a carrot in front of a horse. His grace is there. And we can attain to it. We can reach it when we come boldly and confidently and without fear to him, knowing that he's not going to turn us back. And his amazing grace, amazing grace, it helps in the time of need, just when we need it. It comes just at the right moment. And I'm here to tell you today, brothers and sisters, right now is the right moment. Glory to God. Amen. God wants to minister to you as the lover of your soul. Let him. Let him. Open up. As a matter of fact, why don't we prepare ourselves to receive? Let me. I want you to just put your hands in the receiving posture. The Lord. And repeat after me, Father. Father. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for giving me your son, Jesus. Thank you for giving me your son, Jesus. Who knows everything that I go through. Who knows everything that I go through. And exactly how it feels. And exactly how it feels. Jesus. Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. For your walk here on the earth. For your walk here on the earth. For not giving up. For not giving up. For not giving in. For not giving in. For not for not stopping short of your assignment. For not stopping short of your assignment. But doing everything you needed to do. But doing everything you needed to do. You needed to do. You needed to do. To be my savior. To be my savior. To be my high priest. To be my high priest. And to minister to me in times like these. And to minister to me in times like these. I come boldly to the throne of grace. 
I come boldly to the throne of grace. I come confidently to the throne of grace. I come confidently to the throne of grace. I have no fear. I have no fear. For I know that you love me. For I know that you love me. And I know that you receive me. And I know that you receive me. I receive your grace. I receive your grace. I receive your mercy. I receive your mercy. I receive your healing. I receive your healing. I receive your restoration. I receive your restoration. I receive. I receive. Thank you. Thank you. That I don't have to carry around. That I don't have to carry around. Feelings of self-loathing. Feelings of self-loathing. Self-hatred. Self-hatred. Low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. No. No. I am accepted in the beloved. I am accepted by the beloved. And you love me. And you love me. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. I pray that Amen. you receive that. Hallelujah. Because <laughs> I received it anew. Just afresh right here. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So we're going to pick up in the book today. If you're following along, we're going to skip ahead just a little bit from where we were. And we're going to start on page 40. The topic is how to receive forgiveness of sins. Yep. So we'll start right here. Apostle True, would you like to read or would you like for me to read? Uh, we're going to read just the first paragraph. Please. All right. How to receive forgiveness of sins. I hear the spirit of God say that there are many Christians who have not received their forgiveness because they have not received their forgiveness they are walking around under a cloud of guilt, shame, and condemnation, allowing the devil to rob them of blessings that already belong to them and to hinder them from, the, from reaching their expected end. They are constantly repenting for their sins, constantly telling God they are sorry for something he has already forgiven them for. So that's what I hear the spirit of God saying. And even as preparing for this eternity chat today, there are just many Christians. You've not received um, your forgiveness. You're, you're still holding yourself. Mm. Uh, accountable is not the word that I'm, you're, you're holding. You're, you are blaming yourself. You're holding yourself under captive. condemnation, <laughs> holding yourself captive. And that's exactly what unforgiveness is right? Um, you're holding yourself captive. And the reason is because, well, because you have not received your forgiveness from God, you're walking around under a cloud of guilt, shame, and condemnation. You're blaming yourself. Oh, if I hadn't done this, you're living a life of regret, which is keeping you from being able to move forward. And God says, no, time out for that. You are much harder on yourself than I am. You are much harder on yourself than I am. Does this mean that, and I'm talking, let me make it clear. I'm talking to God's children. 
I'm talking to those who have made Jesus Lord. I'm talking um, to those who know that we have a responsibility to live righteously. Oh, hallelujah. Okay. And to live righteously, this is not the same person who lives religiously. Hallelujah. The, the person who lives religiously thinks that because they're in church every time the church door is open, or because they pray 10 hours a day, or because they read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, or because they give a million dollars in the offering, or because they think that because of their own works, they're righteous. That's religion. Right. When we live righteously, that means we walk in our identity in Christ. He who knew no sin became sin that what that we might, of no doing of our own, be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. Write that down. He who knew no sin, Jesus, became sin. Having done nothing wrong, he simply became sin. Why? That we who were totally sinful might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So when we received Jesus into our hearts, when we made him our Lord and received him as Savior, in that moment, we were made righteous. That is who we are. That's who God created us to be. Now, as Christians, as born again believers, our job is to line up with who we are. We do that by renewing our mind in the word of God. And we come with humility. What is humility? Humility says, I am who God says I am. I have what God says I have. And I can do what God says I can do. So if God calls you righteous, you are righteous. That is who you are. Now you partner with him to bring your do along with your who. Bring your actions to line up with your identity. Amen. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking to those. We know that we have a responsibility to live righteously. We know we have a responsibility to be who and what God created us to be. When we fall short, when we mess up, that is not the end of the game. Amen. God did not fall off his throne. It did not catch him by surprise. God already has systems in place for us to get right back up. So we need to stop holding ourselves under condemnation when the Bible says there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. You know, Paul, before he became Paul, he was Saul. Mm -hmm. He persecuted the church. He had that wonderful conversion on the road to Damascus. And then later he says, I have done no man wrong. He wasn't looking to his past. He wasn't letting his past be a dark cloud over him. Right. He was walking in his identity as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And that's what God wants us to do. It's not, he, mm, he does not walking. I feel the Amen. anointing so strong. Amen. He does not want us walking around under a cloud of guilt, shame, or condemnation. He yes. certainly doesn't want us to allow the devil to rob us out of the blessings that he has for us. Come on. The devil isn't doing anything, number one, that he's not allowed to do. And we need to understand that we're the ones who either allow him or disallow him. 
When we don't walk in the way that God has given us, we are opening a door for the enemy to come in and do what he does. Mm-hmm. But when we walk in the ways, even be- the enemy's not going to stop doing what he does, but he can't do it to you. Amen. The door is closed. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory Amen. to God. When we when we walk around blaming ourselves, when we walk around not knowing that God has forgiven us, when we walk around, and even when we do know that God has forgiven us, but we're holding on to it like we're still wrong. Mm. We're robbing God of the yeah. opportunity to bless us, and we're allowing the enemy to rob us of everything that God wants to bless us with. Okay. We're talking about the art of receiving God's promises. We're talking about receiving on the same level God desires to bless. Mm-hmm. But in order to do that, we must receive forgiveness from God and then from ourselves. Are you all following me on this? Amen. 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 The rest says, um, Uh, um, So walking around under a cloud of guilt, shame, and condemnation, allowing the devil to rob them of blessings that already belong to them and to hinder them from reaching their expected end. God has an expected end for you. That end is beautiful. That end is glorious. That end is victorious. That end is everything God. Amen. But when we hinder ourselves by holding on to that thing that God has cast into the sea of forgetfulness, by holding on to that thing that God has chosen to remember no more, then we are cutting ourselves off from that expected end. And what happens now? We want to, we want to please God. We want to do good. We want to, you know, live a good life. And so we're, Lord, I repent, I repent, I repent. And we're in this cycle. Think about that hamster on the hamster wheel, constantly going in a circle, but not going anywhere. I repent, I repent, I repent. But we keep doing the same thing. We keep falling into the same thing. Well, part of the reason is because we might not know what repentance really is. Mm -hmm. Some people think that repenting means saying, I'm sorry. Godly sorrow is a part of repentance. We're we're not happy that we did it. We're, We're sad that we grieved God's heart by doing it. Yes, that certainly is a part of repentance, but that is also the part that moves us to actually repent. Okay. Um, to repent, I am going into the second paragraph of the so mm-hmm. true. Will you, you want me to read, read it, that, please? Yes, please. Okay. Page 40. And the second paragraph says, repent does not mean to apologize. Rather, repent means to turn from the wrong way of doing things and turn to the right way of doing things. In other words, Turn from your way of doing things and turn to God's way of doing things. Turn from sin, turn to righteousness, who is Jesus. Amen. So to repent does not mean to apologize. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It will lead us to repent, which is actually the Greek word for repent is metanoia. And it means to change your mind. Change your mind about what you're doing. Okay, what I'm doing is wrong. I don't need to do this anymore. God, I'm turning from my way. I'm turning to your way. 
That's the repenting part, the changing your mind about it. And so let's do some repenting right now. Let's change our mind about the way God sees our sin. Let's change our mind about how we feel about our sin and how we feel when we mess up. Okay, so turn with me, put your eyes on it. Psalm 103. And we will first look at verse three in the King James. Psalm 103, verse three. Psalm 103, verse three. Okay. See how we're turning in real time. I understand that you all are turning too, right? Amen. All right. Ready? Yes. All right. Uh, verse three? Yes. Okay. Psalms 103 verse three says, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, Okay, so we're talking about the Lord. Verse one says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. So we're talking about the Lord. Verse three, who forgiveth all thine iniquities. Mm. How many? All. All. He forgives all your iniquities. There's nothing you've done so bad that he will not forgive you for. Renew your mind to that right now. In the name of Jesus, there is not a single sin that you have committed that God will not forgive you for. And somebody's saying, but what about blasphemy of the Holy Spirit? If you are involved in this conversation right now and you are concerned that you have done something so bad that God won't forgive you for, trust me, you have not blasphemed the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay. And even blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, that's only your rejection of the Holy Spirit, which denies God his right to forgive you. That's not God refusing to forgive you. That's you denying God the privilege, the right, the desire to forgive that is you. Correct. Okay. That is correct. all right. So renew your mind. He forgives how many of your iniquities? All. All of them. So right now, lift your hand. Say, Father. Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you forgive all my iniquities. You forgive all my iniquities. I receive your forgiveness. I receive your forgiveness. I give you glory. I give you glory. I am forgiven. I am forgiven. Mean that from the bottom of your heart and speak it. Even if right now you're speaking it in faith, speak it and speak it and speak yes. it until it gets in your spirit. This is how you renew your mind. Mm -hmm. This isn't about quoting a scripture. This isn't about memorizing a scripture. This isn't about just positive confessions or positive thinking. This is putting that word down into your spirit until it becomes real. Putting that word down into your spirit until it becomes an image on the inside of you. I am forgiven. Hallelujah. Putting that word down in your spirit until it moves all that other stuff out of the way that would block you from receiving that forgiveness. Renew your mind to this in Jesus' name. He forgives all your iniquities. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's look at verse 12. Same Psalm, Psalm 103, 12, King James. 
and it reads, as far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. Have you ever tried to separate the east from the west? They're two polar opposite directions. As far as the east is from the west. You know, you can have a northeast, you can have a northwest, you can have a southeast, you can have a southwest, but you can't have a east-west or a west-east. As far as the east is from the west, he has removed our transgressions from us. He doesn't even associate them with us Mm. anymore. To God be the glory. Receive that. Receive that. I want to take this moment to remind you, or to tell you and remind you, your who, I am righteous, is not your do, I messed up. Your who is not your do. You are always your who. You are always the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. God promised that he would never leave you or forsake you. So even when you're in that place, you don't, you know, you don't need to be. And even when you're doing that thing, you know, you don't need to do. Guess what? God didn't say, mm-mm, mm-mm, I'm, this, this is where we part. God is right there saying, baby, I love you. Baby, come on home now. Baby, come on. And he will do everything he can to get you out of that situation before it turns into something so bad. Before it turns into that car accident, before it turns into that hospital visit, before it turns into that mm-hmm. premature death, he's always there talking to you. But are you going to listen to him? Are you going to heed him? Are you going to follow his promptings and his warnings? He's always there. That's Jesus being your savior. But if you haven't made him your Lord, you're not going to listen to him as he tells you those things that will save you. But when you've made him your Lord, you do what he says. And you say, oh, this, you know what? This isn't even my scene. Yeah, I'm not even supposed to be here. Y'all, I got to go. Absolutely. Your who is not your due. You are always righteous. But now what are we doing? We have to line our do up with our who. That comes by doing what? Denying the flesh. Dying to self. Right? All right, let's renew our minds some more. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 12. Now, these next two scriptures that I'm going to say, they're both in Hebrews. Um, I'm just going to go over them for the sake of this teaching but it would do you well to go back and look at these scriptures in context and study them. Okay. Hebrews chapter eight, verse 12 in the King James. All right. Hebrews eight verses 12. Reads. Well, I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds. I will remember no more. And their law. Okay. All right. What version was that? Uh, The New King James. The New King James. Okay. And I like the way it says it there too. It says their lawless deeds. In the King James, it says their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. The New King James, it says their lawless deeds. Mm -hmm. And in the Amplified, it says... 
Um, I will remember their deeds of unrighteousness no more. I looked at that after you said you like the amplified. Do you see that? He He's emphasizing the word deeds. A deed is something you do. A deed is not who you are. He separated the transgressions from you as far as the East is from the West. Mm -hmm. He remembers those unrighteous deeds no more. Receive that. Renew your mind to that. I hope you're writing these scriptures down. Because the enemy would try to pounce you every chance he gets. Remember when you did this? Who's going to listen to you? Not after what you used to do. Mm -hmm. He's quick to remind you of your past. And we Christians have a strategy of reminding him of his future. Mm -hmm. But we need to receive our forgiveness in the moment. Amen. We need to receive our forgiveness afresh. Or we need to just stand firm. Put that forgiveness in our knower. Know in our knower that God is not holding it against us. But that he does expect what? Repentance. Turning from it. Turning from it. Not, oh, he forgave me. I can go back and do it again. as many 70 times 7. As many times as I do it, he'll forgive. No, 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 no. Repentance. He honors repentance. Amen. All right. So the second scripture in Hebrews is chapter 10, verse 17. All right. Hebrews 10, verse 17. And it reads, thank you, Lord. Then he, at Hebrews 10, verse 17. Then yes. he adds, their sins and their lawless deeds, I will remember no more. Okay. Once have I spoken, twice have I heard this. That power belongs to God. So there it is. These two scriptures, Hebrews 8, 12 and Hebrews 10, 17. Go back, read them in context. Let Holy Spirit minister to you about them. But understand, he's not holding on to that. He's not, when, when you go to ask him for a blessing, you don't have to worry about him going through his mental Rolodex. No, because mm -mm. yeah. she did this back in the day and I, God doesn't do that. He remembers them no more. Amen. Amen. Say, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. That you remember. That you remember. My unrighteous deeds. My unrighteous deeds. No more. No more. Just like you remember them no more. Just like you remember them no more. I choose to remember them no more. I choose to remember them no more. I choose to walk in your forgiveness. I choose to walk in your forgiveness. I choose to walk in your love. I choose to walk in your love. I choose to walk in your victory. I choose to walk in your victory. Any remembrance of those deeds. Any remembrance of those deeds. It's for the sole purpose. It's for the sole purpose. Of being a testimony right now. Of being a testimony right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 All right. And then one more. I, the Lord, illuminated this one to me. I, I reference the scripture often, but I hadn't referenced it in this context. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Yes. And tell us what version you're reading out of. I will read out of the New King James Version. 
Okay. Okay. It says, now, oh, come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. They, though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Get this. Now, you all may have seen this already. I have not seen it in quite this way. God speaking. He says, come now and let us reason together. What will be the result of our reasoning together? Though your sins be as scarlet right now, they shall be as white as snow. I feel the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Though they be red like crimson right now, they shall be as wool. Mm. So what does this reasoning together mean? Come, 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 come. Let me tell you more about who you are. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you about who I made you to be. Let me tell you what belongs to you as my child. Come, come, let us reason together. I'm going to speak to you and tell you who you are, what you have, and what you can do. And as you reason with me, meaning come to my side of the reasoning, and as you adapt my reason or adopt my reasoning as your own, then whatever sins there were washed away. They're not even going to, there's not going to be a trace of it in your life. It's not going to, it's not going to, you know how you put a red sock and white laundry and it all comes out pink. It's not going to be any of that. It was crimson. It'll be like snow. It was red like scarlet. It'll be white as, I mean, white like snow, white like wool, all that. It'll be white. It'll be white. It'll be white. No traces, no streaks. Come reason with God. That does not mean come convince God why you should keep doing it or why you did it in the first place or, or, or why it's not all the way. No, 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 no. It means come receive his thoughts. And that's how you walk in who you are. And that's how you will bring your do into alignment with your who. Amen. 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 So after all of that, why is receiving God's forgiveness so important? It's important because if you don't, you are not going to attain to the things that God has for you. God loves you so much and he has so much for you. But if you don't receive his forgiveness, then you're never going to be able to approach him. You're not going to come boldly to his throne of grace. You're not going to, Hebrews eleven six 6 is popping up right now. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Without faith that he loves you, without faith that he has forgiven you, without faith that he's not holding anything against you, it's impossible to please him. For they that come to him, which is a part of pleasing him, mm -hmm. must believe that he is that he is loving, that he is forgiving, that he is giving, that he is blessing you, predisposed to bless you, must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. When you come to him, you don't have to worry about walking away empty-handed. And when you come to him, that scripture is coming to me. I forgot. I'm, I'm not sure where it is right now. Holy Spirit will bring it to my remembrance. But it says, if any of your children ask you for you know, bread, will you give him a stone? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. God's not going to give you something bad when you're coming to him expecting something good. He's not going to put a coal in your stocking for, for Christmas. God 
loves you. But if you don't know how to receive his forgiveness, then you're not even going to be able to approach him. And that suits the enemy just fine. Absolutely. That suits the, you know, that saying, you throw your rocks and hide your hand. Mm-hmm. That's what the enemy does. He'll just plant that seed, you know, that God doesn't, that he's not going to forgive you. You can't go to him. And then you get all in a tailspin. The enemy's hiding his hands. Like, what did I do? I didn't do anything. Because you've given into what he's thrown your way. And, and, and let me say this. That's because you have a wrong understanding of who your father is. See? So getting back to <laughs> the renewing of the mind. That's where, that's, that's, that's where it is. It's just right. the renewing of the mind. Staying, staying in the word. Coming to see who he is, what he has. That's where it starts. That's, that's just where it starts. And it'll take you and, and really where it ends with you thinking like God, having like God says you can have, doing what God says you can do, being who God says you are. Knowing your father. And that's, doesn't that go back to our core scripture? Mm-hmm. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And this is life eternal that they might know thee. The one true God. That's it. And Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. That's it. We're coming to the end, um, Apostle True, and and I'll let you finish it out. But I want to say this. We're going to go into, not only is it important for you to receive God's forgiveness, and we'll talk about this next month, but it is extremely important. For you to receive your own forgiveness. Amen. You must forgive yourself. Amen. 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 So with everything that was said, I pray that you have received the understanding that your forgiveness has already been secured. That you can go to your father. You can receive whatever it is that you need. You do not have to be afraid to come to him. You can go to the uh, throne of grace boldly with confidence. And so we're going to give you that opportunity. We're going to give you that opportunity. We're going to ask you to shake off any fear, any feelings of um, guilt and shame and condemnation, anything that you believe because your mind has just kept going over and over saying, I, how can he can forgive me? How can the Lord accept me back? How can, or I need to do this. What is it that I need to do to get in God's grace as well? We're going to tell you right now in the name of Jesus. For every one of you who have uh, known the Lord, but have strayed away because of the mistake that you've made. And for those who you love what you do, but you need help, God is here. He's waiting for you just to open up your mouth and ask him to come in and ask him to give you the very thing that you need, freedom. God wants to give you the kingdom of heaven. He said, it is my pleasure 
My good pleasure. My good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So I just, I just really want you to feel free to come before God. I, I'm asking you right now, each and every one of you under the sound of my voice, I'm asking you if your heart has been filled with guilt and shame and fear and loathing of what you have done and how long you have been in it, break free right now. Just break free mm -hmm. right now. And all you have mm -hmm. to do is open up your mouth. Go ahead, uh, Prophetess Free. I'm hearing the Lord say right now, and we shy away from this. The Lord said, put it on the altar. Hallelujah. Put it on the altar. We don't think about bringing our negative stuff and putting it on the altar. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you think back to the children of Israel after they defeated Jericho, you know, God said, bring the accursed thing to me. Mm -hmm. That accursed thing, it's accursed. But what was it? it is to be dedicated to the Lord. Why? So the Lord can separate you from it. So it can be burned up on the altar Amen. of sacrifice. These feelings of condemnation, these feelings of guilt, of shame, of I can never do this for God. I'm not worthy. That feeling of being unworthy. Put it, God will enjoy this sacrifice. Amen. God will enjoy this sacrifice. Put it on the altar of sacrifice to him. Hallelujah. And don't take it off. And let me let me say this other thing. I'm sorry. This is part of putting it on the altar. When the when God gave all the laws about how to give make your sin offering, your cereal offering, this offering, that offering, they had to place it on the altar. They had to set it on the altar. Mm -hmm. And I heard it taught like this recently. When they set it on the altar, it was not when they were standing in line to put it on the altar. It was not when they got up to the altar. It was not when they put it on the altar. It was only after they took their hands off of it Amen. that it had been set on the altar. So when you set these emotions and these mindsets on the altar, take your hands off. Amen. Let God have them forever. That's the sacrifice he enjoys. Amen. So with that, let's just go to the throne of grace and let's go and ask God. Hallelujah. Let us set everything on the altar of God. Now let us take our hands off of it right now in the name of Jesus. And just say this prayer with me. Just open your mouth. I know I can hear some crying and weeping and sobbing right now. And God is saying, yes, little daughter, yes, young son, yes, I hear you. And I have counted your tears. And today, salvation is yours. Today, freedom is yours. Today, forgiveness is yours. Today, you have victory in the name of Jesus. So I just need you to repeat after me. Oh, yes, Lord. Father God, hallelujah. Father God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I ask for forgiveness. I ask for forgiveness in every area of my life. In every area of my life, every area that has prevented me, every area that has prevented me from coming before you, from coming before you. I ask right now in the name of Jesus. I ask right now in the name of Jesus that the very thing that I have set before you on the altar. That the very thing that I have set before you on the altar. That you would set fire to it. That you would set fire to it. That you would bring, Father God, my peace. That you would bring my peace. That you would restore my joy. That you would restore my joy. Hallelujah. That you would restore my, restore my strength. That you would restore my strength. And that I will continue to give you praise. 
And I will continue to give you praise. Thank because you. of my salvation. Because of my salvation. Because of my freedom. Because of my freedom. And because I have boldly. And because I have boldly. Come to the throne of grace. Come to the throne of grace. I am now confident. I am now confident. And I am assured. And I am assured. That I have been forgiven. That I have been forgiven. Because I have confessed my sin. Because I have confessed my sin. And I receive my freedom. And I receive my freedom. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. For setting me free. For setting me free. And bringing me in. And bringing me in to the house of God, to the house of God, in Jesus' name, Jesus' name, amen, amen. All right. Now, I'm going to ask Prophetess Free. Prophetess Free, if they've said that prayer and they meant it and they are sincere, I'm going to ask you to baptize them in the Holy Spirit because they're going to need that power. To continue on. Amen. In the name of Jesus and not turn Amen. back. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I, I'm going to back up just a minute. I'm going to do exactly that. But you know what? Whether you're doing this for the first time, whether you're already in the body, let's make it clear. This only works when we make Jesus Lord, which means we do what he says. So um, let's do that. Jesus. Jesus. I confess you as Lord. I confess you as Lord. I give you the reins of my life. I give you the reins of my life. I no longer try to do things on my own. I no longer try to do things on my own. But I trust you. But I trust you. I ask you to teach me. I ask you to teach me. And I'll be taught. And I'll be taught. Lead me. Lead me. And I'll be led. And I'll be led. Speak to me. Speak to me. And I will hear. And I will hear. Command me. Command me. Give me your word. Give me your word. And I will do. And I will do. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So now, if we are ready to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it's like yes. Apostle True said, we're going to need the power to walk in that forgiveness. Excellent. We're going to need the power to live a life led by Jesus Christ. We're going to need the power to follow him when our flesh says otherwise. We're going to need the power. And Holy Spirit is that power. He already lives um, in you. But now you are giving him the license to work through you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Father. Thank you, Jesus. Father. 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 I ask you for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I ask you for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I receive right now in Jesus' name. And I receive right now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit is my helper. Holy Spirit is my helper. My counselor. My counsel, my teacher, my teacher, and my guide, and my guide. Holy Spirit reveals to me, Holy Spirit reveals to me your plan, your plan, your will, your will, your ways, your ways. Holy Spirit works through me, 
Holy Spirit works through me. I give him the license. I give him the license. To work through me. To work through me. Any way he desires. Any way he desires. Any time he desires. Any time he desires. I receive. I receive. My heavenly language. My heavenly language. My perfect language. My perfect language. That cannot be intercepted by the enemy. That cannot be intercepted by the enemy. That can't even be understood by my own mind. That can't be understood by my own mind. And therefore not intercepted by me. And therefore not intercepted by me. Except, well, no. (laughs) I receive this prayer language. I receive this prayer language. I receive this praise language. I receive this praise language. And I ask you for interpretation. And I ask you for interpretation. And I receive in Jesus' name. And I receive in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So now if you prayed that, you have a supernatural prayer language. You have a supernatural praise language. You have Holy Spirit living on the inside of you, ready to move through you, ready to manifest the very presence of God wherever you are. So let's go ahead and activate this by speaking in our prayer language in Jesus' name. You'll hear sounds and syllables, and they may sound silly. It might be one sound. It might be one syllable. But whatever it is, you speak it. Holy Spirit is not going to over. He's not going to hijack your mouth. You have to give him your mouth. You have to give him your voice. But he will give you the utterance of what to speak. Amen. Are you ready? Let's pray in our prayer language. Alala shando boga sanda eda shaha dada bogo sanda de shanda dada go sanda de shaha laba sando doko shanda ede da sanda shanda and even though you don't understand these words sound funny you don't understand them with your mind Holy Spirit is ministering them to your spirit. You have asked God for interpretation and he will bring it to you. Whether it's you hear the words that they actually mean or whether it's you're later in a situation and something happens and God says, this is what you prayed earlier. Or whether you have an an idea and he tells you what it is and how to deliver it and it works. All of this is interpretation of this heavenly language that you are speaking. So I want to encourage you to speak it and to speak it often, glory to God. And by speaking in this language, you build yourself up on your most holy faith. You are mm, fortifying your spirit. You are building yourself up and things are happening that you don't even know are happening. But when you need it, it'll be right there. Amen. Glory to God. Lord, we thank you for such a marvelous gift. Yes. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And welcome to the family. Welcome. Get acquainted with the family dynamics (laughs) in your home. Get acquainted with the Father. Get acquainted. All right, you guys. Hallelujah. All right. So we have come to, um, to the end, but... Prophet is free. Is there anything that you want to share before we go? Yeah, I just want to tell them if you um, have received your forgiveness, if you've made Jesus Lord, if you've received your prayer and praise language, let us know. Let us know. Amen. Contact us at God's Love Song uh, Ministries.com slash eternity dash chat. Let us know. And 
If you would like to attend our Taste and See session um, next week, Friday evening, um, the America chapter, Wednesday evening, the Kenya chapter, then go ahead and register at discipleshipway.org slash taste dash and dash see. And I ask that you do that um, at least 24 hours before your session so we can get you your access information, okay? What a pleasure, what a joy, what a thrill has this has been. I'm just believing that you are feeling lighter, that you are feeling lifted, that you are feeling free, that you know that you are forgiven, that you are feeling loved in the name of Jesus. And I'm expecting this feeling and, and this, this experience, not feeling, I'm expecting this experience to grow from here. Amen. It's just going to continue to grow and grow and grow. Amen. 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 God is the lover of your soul. He loves you so very much Amen. and cares about every part of you, your mind, Amen. what you think, your will, your desires, and your emotions, how you feel. God cares about it all. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. All right, you guys, we love you. We thank you for joining us once again. Hallelujah. Happy Father's Day to the fathers. Father's Day is tomorrow. Absolutely, tomorrow. Absolutely. Yes. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers, single fathers, those who are working at home and taking care of the children at home. We applaud you and we yes. exalt you. Happy Father's Day. All yes. right. Once again, we thank you for joining us. We will see you again next month on the third Saturday. And we look forward to continuing our topic and our, our, our wonderful dialogue through the word of God. And we hope to see you there. Remember, if you have any questions or you want to reach out and share anything, any testimony, you have any questions, please reach out to us. We love to hear from you. To God be the Amen. glory. May the Lord Amen. bless and keep you. Shalom.